On today's episode, we are speaking with Mafuzul Islam, who is running for State Assembly in District 24 in Queens, New York. I first met Mafuzul about four years ago. I had just gotten let go from a company I was with for 13 years, and I was feeling really distraught. I wanted to take the time to get back in touch with my roots and the Bengali community. I found out about this really incredible organization that was just starting out called Chow NYC. Jal employs stay-at-home mothers and new immigrants and provides them with a path to transition to life in the U.S. I met a Mafuzel at a Starbucks in Queens Village, New York. I was really impressed with Mafuzel's passion and intelligence, and I expressed my interest in helping him with Jal. But about a week later, something horrible happened. I got sucked back into corporate America, and I got another job. And years later, I met Mafuzal again at an event for Dawat, a short film that Jal produced, and he remembered meeting me at that Starbucks years ago. On today's episode, we continue that conversation from Starbucks years ago. Enjoy this episode of the Boney Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Bengalis and New York show. My name is Arik and uh, we were repping it for, you know, the Bronx, Manhattan, Brooklyn, Queens, Staten Island, and all over the world. So welcome and enjoy. Woo. Hey, Mufuz, how are you? Hey, good, good. My uh, webcam kind of sucks. <laughs> all good. It's all good. You look good. <laughs> it's uh things are crazy out here how is it out there uh things are you know shockingly normal normal uh, yeah it, i'm in taiwan okay uh and taiwan uh handled things really well uh uh in the beginning okay so uh they were one of the first countries to block travel from china um so it's actually like very normal here like they had 40 something cases like way back when and i don't think they've had any real new cases wow yeah they yeah. they've done a they've done a really good job uh they they're they're the poster child for you know what what the you know other countries should have done yeah 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 things are really crazy here right now um it's like movies like literally like movies yeah are you how long um have you been quarantined for how long have you been inside for or have you gone outside Um I, I well I we ha- we aren't in like the lockdown stage in yeah. yet in your city but we're like slowly bit by bit going there like today uh they just announced no more uh theaters uh no yeah. more gyms no none of that based uh starting 8 p.m. uh only that. delivery and takeout so we, I I I I don't know but it feels like we're headed to like the curfew sort of stage um Uh, San Francisco is quarantined from what I heard. Um but yeah, it's just crazy so like even uh with what we're doing with the campaign uh they changed it. we were in uh at the petitioning periods where we need like 500 signatures by the end of the month and they the governor changes so that it's uh due tomorrow um and they reduced the amount of signatures that we needed. Are you so, going, do you have enough do you have enough signatures? Yeah, we should be good. Okay. Yeah. Great. 
right? Yeah. yeah, man. Every time I I I talk to you, you're like doing something new and exciting. It's amazing. <laughs> But I'm not surprised to be honest, because I mean, you've done so much for the community already. Uh, it just like seems like it's a perfect uh, progression. <laughs> um, yeah, when I talk to friends, that's uh, that's what they say. And, and when you when I start reflecting my own life, I it makes sense. It makes sense for me too as well. Um, yeah. Well, what about Jal? What's going on with Jal? I'm sure it's at a point where it's like taking off. It's got all this buzz. I'm sure it's like your baby too, right? Because you started it, yeah. and but uh, how? What's what's gonna uh, happen with that? Yeah, for sure. No, Jal will continue. Will always continue. Um, I've kind of been very uh, adamant about it from the beginning to be about Jal, not about me. Um, and so uh, we've always had like a decentralized way of working things. So um, I'm some. Yeah, a lot of people don't even know that I, you know, I, I, me and my cousin started Jal. Kind of like well, unless they've seen videos and stuff, but and that was intentional for the collective to be at the forefront before, before the people, uh, you know, before any one person. Uh, and so, like you know, uh, right now, Dawat uh, is the short film that came out of Jal, and you know that team is <clears throat> working full force. Uh, they're in the short film festival cycle and they've been submitting to a lot of festivals and and uh and exciting to see that portion grow as much as it has so um yeah it's like multiple teams and it's growing on its own so it, d- it doesn't necessarily uh, need uh any one person uh and, and i'd like for it to be that way uh, uh all throughout jaws existence I saw Dawat. I think it was really. I think it was really good. Uh, really well produced. Um, I had the act, um, the actress on the podcast as well. She was really cool. Uh, how did that come about? I mean, is that is yeah, that yeah. an area that you that you saw you envisioned Jal entering into? How did that come about? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, the stuff that we got into with Jal kind of just like naturally, organically fell into place. All the projects that we've done. Um, Things that me and my cousin Alvi were like always interested in, be it music or arts and stuff. And I think, uh, yeah, we've always been into film from the beginning. But um, the way that specific project started, uh, uh, my friend Chauncey uh, was doing a series of vignettes on a day in the life of Chow, and um, you know we did that for I think a span of like a year, year and a half, two years, and Chauncey had the idea of like let's create a, a full short film that's about the Bengali diaspora and not about Jal and um, and I was like yeah that, that would be awesome um, and we had this event called Chat and Chai and we did a call out to to, to to create the team for this short film and Suswana jumped on board that day and then um, my cousin Rivu got on Pushball who was a screenwriter and those were that's the beginning team and they went off and you know it was a full full production where they, they did it like how they I mean I was learning you know because they they come from that sort of background so like you know auditions having uh, producers having uh, cameramen gaffers I didn't even know what a gaffer was but yeah they had gaffers on board and and uh, I was just, I was amazed by like being on set when they shot for those three days it was just like they followed union laws they thought you know just it was just amazing to see how a team went from like just being created to like a full production in such a short period of time 
are you are you feeling that same way about politics now? Like, are you just constantly learning about things that you didn't know about? Like, or, or did yeah. you have some idea? Did you follow politics before? No, for sure. I mean, I think everyone follows politics just by living, <laughs> and I think everything is part of politics, right? In that way. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, for sure, learning so much uh, um, uh, in terms of like like the the nitty gritty of politics and and what it goes to. Uh, what do you have to do to, I guess, be a candidate? And and we've been very uh, open about educating folks about how this whole process works. And I think a big part of why people, yeah, don't don't include themselves is because they don't know how it works. Um, um, and and sometimes is I don't I wonder if it's inefficiency or negligence on the part of the structure that uh, to cause it this to be the situation. Um, but yeah, it's been. It's been a whirlwind. We are hoping that you know this uh, being transparent about everything that's happening now, or what we're doing with this campaign, is going to um, cause people to be more informed and be a part of the process. Gotcha. Why specifically the uh, state assembly and not other local positions? What made you choose that position? Yeah. So um, around November uh, was when my Cousin Rivu uh, brought it up, the idea of uh, running for state assembly. And um, the context is that, you know, uh, Joe Crowley, AOCB Joe Crowley, Joe Crowley was the machine, as I mentioned, and uh, more or less people had to go through him to be able to have any sort of position in between them. And so there's a lot of insurgents now, and uh, Rivu was seeing, you know, how there's so many other great candidates all over uh, the city that are peers, uh, Shahana Hanif, and uh, Zoran Mamdani, Joy Chaudhary, Shania, Mary Jobeda, so many candidates, right? Uh, countless others I'm probably uh, forgetting to mention. Um, and uh, Reeve was like, you should run. And I was like, yeah, I, I'd rather work on Jal. <laughs> and, and yeah. uh, um, but I, I, I felt that would be more, uh, efficient or more useful of my of, of my whatever I could do if if I back someone and uh, and then so we waited you know we waited November December um, no one no one was running and so January came along and it's it's only a six month period until the election itself June 23rd and so we said we we have to do it it's now or never so uh, the COVID has been in office for 10 years uh, before that was his brother. Before that was his dad. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I had no idea. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. Is there something specific about his policies, um, you know, that you felt like needed a change and uh, or a new type of voice? Mm-hmm. So I, I, I think it's more so the, the structure of how things are out here in local politics where uh, I'll give you one example. Um, so uh, the community board meetings, uh, have you, uh, are you familiar with community board meetings? Uh, no. Local level? No. So no. that's supposed to be a direct engagement with the government, uh, like town hall meetings. And um, uh, the people who are members have are appointed as a member and um, the uh, and they're there for long periods of time, no term limits. Um, this is uh, the community board members I'm talking about, and uh, I've spoken to people who um, 
are trying to pass certain things, simple things like bike lanes. And um, when they bring their friends to get these bike lanes passed and, you know, they get overwhelming amount of majority of people that agree with it, the members would disagree and listen to their friend who's a part of civic association they've known for 20 periods of time. That's not how democracy works. Yeah, um, At the local level, that, that this is what's happening. And um, frustration with that sort of interaction, frustration with this is supposed to be how we're, you know, our purest form of democracy. And this is this is how it is. Those are type of the types of reasons that that uh, we're running in. And, um, and the fact that, I mean, it's not, I don't, I, like I keep bringing it back to, I don't think it's people's fault that they don't know that, the community board what it is that there's no way to know what what time or where it is um, unless you s- seek it out um a lot of them don't have any facebooks or twitters um and in this day and age they should be live streamed there's no reason that they shouldn't and everyone works and so uh, there should be uh, digital counterparts where uh, where we could engage with it so uh, yeah having having that engagement at the very local level uh where we could not where we don't have to limit uh, politics to just putting someone into office um, and understand that it, it's much more than that. It's the, uh, um, you know, the, the, the broken swing at the park that you take your kids to, to the homeless man that has to live and sleep in that bench in that park at night. It's, uh, that's all part of politics. And um, just putting someone into office isn't uh, the only end, end uh, to politics. What's the ex- what's the exact role of a state assembly? Um, so passing bills and uh, being a part of, uh, of the, passing the fiscal budget as well for the year. Um, okay. But as any politician, it's um, I, it's it's what you're talking about is is what uh, it's it's being attention is being put to. Uh, um, and and you know if 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 the the concerns and issues of the constituency is not being expressed, then you know that's not going to be passed. So uh, you know, going back to your last question, uh, this neighborhood has changed drastically, and since uh, um, I guess his dad was in office here, um, and yeah. uh, an average person uh, makes probably a fifth of you know what he would make. You're running in uh, District Twenty Four. What neighborhoods does that uh, consist of? That's um, Glen Oaks, Hollis Hills, Queens Village, Bit of Fresh Meadows, uh, Jamaica, Richmond Hill, Briarwood. Um, yeah, and it's been very modern that way. <laughs> so it's like a very um, uh, longitudinal. Yeah, I mean, if you look at the other uh, districts, they're like vertical to the, uh, the horizontal. <laughs> Okay. So, so definitely a lot of uh, South Asian, Southeast Asians, or South Asians. Uh, definitely so a lot of Bengalis, right? How do you, yeah. um, you know, it's a lot of older Bengalis too, right? So how do you, how do you, how would you deal with topics that, you know, that that are important? I guess you know, I'm assuming are important to you, uh, are people of our generation, but the, that may sway. Um, you know, the older Bengalis a little bit differently. Like, just as an example, you know, just as a general sense, a general uh, sense, the LGBT rights, things like that, uh, are probably more important to us than, you know, somebody uh, uh, that's older, uh, Bangladeshi. Like, how do you tackle issues like that that are, you know, kind of like uh, conflicting between the generations? 
So uh, um, we've been having many, many conversations uh, with everyone and um, with the older generation, you know, they're the foundation. If they didn't do what they did, we would not be able to do what we're doing now. And so, you know, we're learning from them as well. And um, um, they're, you know, integral throughout the entire process. Um, and so um, uh, having open conversations, understanding what people's viewpoints are, um, it goes back to like a project that I worked on before um, called Aizam uh, Valandesh way back in 2014. And it was, the whole concept was, uh, it was a photography exhibition, but a portion of these exhibitions where we had fishbowl conversations and it was about these like difficult topics like LGBTQ issues um, and having that conversation between the older generation and the younger generation. And um, what it, I mean, I think we all go through it where these difficult topics come up with our own parents and, and we have to learn how to navigate it. And, and we, we make a line in terms of like, what your views are, you know, having inclusivity and, and acceptance and you navigate that conversation with someone who might not understand it, but you could have that conversation without it escalating into something where there's a stalemate, right? And 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 talking about narratives and talking about, um, I don't know, uh, uh, the life of someone who they might not perceive as... Uh, um, a life that someone should be living. We're talking about it in, in very human terms. Uh, people come around. People come around when you talk about it in the way. So yeah, we've had uh, lots of conversations like these, and 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 for those who don't come around, you know, you have to uh, you make a line in terms of what 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 uh what your uh, what you feel is right or wrong. And, yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, just. It's just important to have the conversation. Um, yeah. And also, yeah. I think that make sure that people know that you're not just like a one-issue voter, right? You're not a one-issue candidate. Like, you're covering the whole spectrum. So even though they disagree maybe with that one specific topic, like, you're also talking about, you know, you know, the cleaning up the parks and the economy and all these other things that are also important to them. Just so, you know, that one issue, um, you know, shouldn't be a game-breaker for them. Yeah, and and the idea that like what it comes down to, it's the reason we're running is because of structural issues that exist, be it with participatory democracy, an example that I gave you, or um, our inclusive economics. That's our second platform, and third is improve quality of life. So, um, for the participatory democracy, what I just mentioned, uh, we're gonna have independent assemblies that are being created by people who are already at the forefront. Um, and uh, these assemblies will cover all these topics and and kind of and all have a digital counterpart to it where you can interact with it at any time you want. And work is not you know um, a, a factor in terms of you being a part of 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 of, uh, of, of politics, whatever you know of which is everything. <laughs> um, inclusive economics being like talking about you know we work every single day all of us every all of our lives are structured around work and right and and if we don't have um if work, work as it exists now is us going to a job 
for a big portion of our life uh, and and it's corporations companies that uh, you know have owners and and these corporations are their sole drive is profit reducing uh, increasing profit reduce expense and um, our what we're trying to seek is something that where we go down to the local level and, and, and put more focus and nurture into socially conscious businesses and and uh, cooperatives where which are alternative models to what exists now um, and and credit unions where you know it's not big banks kind of crediting uh, uh, controlling our day-to-day lives and so showing that uh, an alternative way to to work exists um and uh, it doesn't have to be a sense of like um uh i guess meaningless that we get now from work where we just we get tired of working and and we just wait, waiting till retirement or or uh we, you know waiting till the weekend and or you know working at a place for long periods of time and then just being laid off or or, or being fired without any sort of like fulfillment and so showing that there are alternatives and nurturing these alternatives through grants and, and incubators and, and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, that's what happened to me. Uh, you know, I got tired of the corporate world and I'm not sure if I'll go back. Um, but yeah, it, it, you know, it's uh, it's uh, it's not fulfilling I and mean, it pays well, finance especially, I mean, it pays well, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's just not a fulfilling, um, you know, uh, fulfilling environment. Uh, I feel like there's a trend with you know, each of uh, candidates becoming a, more and more militant. I think Trump started it with obviously extreme right, you know, becoming extremely militant. And do you think in the Democratic Party, because I know you're, you know, you're a Democrat, do you think there is room for um, diversity of thoughts in the Democratic Party? Because it does seem like the candidates that do have, you know, most of the attention nowadays, they are the ones, are the candidates that are very far left. Do you think there's any room for you know more diversity of thought? Um, obviously, the front runner is Biden, and he's not far left. But I feel like the candidates that do get the most attention are the ones that are far left. I think. Um, I mean, I think the conversation needs to be where there's more. Like we're open to f- people learning and understanding what's happening, and I think the problem with I guess politics as it exists now, going back exactly what I keep saying, I. I uh, I think we celebritize uh, a politician and, and deify them and make them into like the ones that will solve everything and and that you know we only pay attention to like presidential elections and and people forget like the stuff that's happening locally and that's the stuff that directly affects us day to day and 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 the problem is that we we I guess it's a human tendency to to want that figure that. Um, that can lead us or whatever, and and uh, I think it. I think it's time in this day and age that we go back to a very local, basic participatory democracy, where you know we have direct democracy, where we're engaging directly with our government rather than having one person represent all our issues and expect them to solve everything. And and that's what's caused. Co- that, well, that's what causes um, like I- extreme figures to come out because in this day and age, you know, attention is what is the biggest currency now, and then. And, and, and uh, having extreme, you know, uh, having uh, views that are, or having attention, you get attention through having like different means, and that'll give success to you. Honestly, I didn't know, and I lived in Queens Village, and I should have known. I'm completely guilty of not knowing that the incumbent uh, and his dad and his brother were all in office. Like, I feel really horrible about not knowing that. And honestly, that makes me 
angry that that's a, that's that that that's the state of things because it's like Bangladesh. Like you have you know fathers and you know generations of people running government, and it's there's no change. That 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 that's horrible. Yeah, I, I keep saying I don't I don't think it's like your fault, my fault, anyone's fault. I think it's the structure. Like this, this is, should be the role the role of the structure, the government that we live in. It should be to actualize human potential. And and if we're kept in the dark, what what's being actualized, right? Like, yeah. what, what what are they really fulfilling? What should be you know what their duty should be? And I I, I keep saying it's it's uh, yeah. I, I, in this day and age there could be a better way to do everything everything <laughs> yeah also i mean um in schools do they and again i haven't been in school for a long time do they cover what the roles are i feel like that would be a very important thing yeah. uh, what the roles are for each um you know local government state assembly versus um yeah. you know district leader versus like what the roles are like i feel like you know that'd be a That would be an interesting thing or a valuable thing for kids to learn in school. I don't know if I got that in school, but again, I went to school a long time ago, so. Yeah, it really depends on the school, and you know how like that's the problem with our education system. It really depends on what school you get to, and if you're lucky to be in the right zip code, you'll have a great education, or you'll have, you know, an education yeah. that's broken. And I mean, uh, when it comes down to, uh, I mean, yeah, a, a brief, uh, uh, I guess, intro to uh, the state assembly. There's a uh, 150 members. Uh, and it's uh, so it's the state legislature, um, and it's the lower house, and the upper house is the state senate. Then um, okay. it's about 63 members, and uh, um, yeah, and, and and the role is to to pass bills and uh, fiscal policy, a uh, fiscal budget for the year. Are you going to have to move to Albany, or are you staying in Queens? Yeah, so um, it'd be both because uh, you know I would have to know what's happening with people uh, in the, the district itself, the neighborhood. And uh, I'd have to go up in Albany as well. So I, uh, um, time would be split between the two. Wajal, you were more of the behind the scenes person. You, like you said, you're, you did it, you wanted it to be about Jal, but the campaign it has to be yeah. about you. Like there's no yeah. way you're going to get around it. Right. So how are you going to, you know, tackle that, you know, um, you know, having to always be the face of the campaign. Like, is that, are you an introvert generally? Is that why you wouldn't be comfortable? How are you, how are you going to deal with that? Yeah. Um, I, I meditate <laughs> and it really helps me be able to, um, I've I meditated for a while. It helps me put myself in where I need to be and, and, and switch and get to where I need to be in, in short periods of time and, and just recenter myself so yeah i mean i uh had to get comfortable with the fact that like my name is the marketing tool for this and this is how it's used um but you know that's the means to the, the end that we're trying to create for everything where it's not about you know me and um And uh, yeah, I mean, like it's 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 a learning experience. I'm get I'm you know I'm out and about. I'm getting comfortable with uh, with people and 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 being open about how sometimes I'm nervous. Sometimes I'm I'm scared that I might say something that's you know that I I uh, didn't think well out um, yeah. and babble like I'm doing now, right? And and uh, and I think people are receptive towards that. People. People understand that, and people, everyone goes through that, and so that that I, I want I want that to be an equalizer for every for everyone that I'm speaking to. 
Yeah, who's the team that you have around you? I'm sure you have a team of people helping you. Yeah, yeah, it's uh it's very decentralized. It's a lot of it's a lot of friends and family who just care about everything uh that we're doing uh and my cousin Rivu is the one that uh was the one that uh kind of like encouraged me and and was the there from the beginning of everything and many multiple others that help with you know speech writing my friend Katie's been helping with speech writing my uh friend Sajid who's helped with structure my friend John who's helped with uh like organizational stuff my list and list and and, and Tasnima who's helped, have made a wonderful uh design aspect to this and, and the colors that all have you know a meaning behind it and uh it's just an w- amazing team of people from all sorts of background that are providing uh great help to, to or more than anything just advancement of all of us right what about your parents what are your parents think uh, what do they think about you running that <laughs> it's we oddly enough this is the first thing that i've done in my life that they're like fully supportive of <laughs> oh even what? even even with Jal yeah even with Jal i was giving my mom a wage and <laughs> she still like do something else well for wow. them i mean incredibly for them it's like you know they it's hard for them to understand what Jal is and they want you know their kid at the end of the day to do something that they understand which is you know safe and and uh yeah. sustainable and uh uh you know every like every other brown parent my brown parents wanted me to be a doctor when I was growing up and uh ended up here instead <laughs> and, and well you uh, went to Harvard so uh they were I'm sure they were happy about Harvard right yeah <laughs> yeah I I think uh, you know like uh like every parent you know tough love is there <laughs> yeah I I asked because you know um in Bangladesh uh there's a negative connotation when it comes to uh politicians because politicians are I mean it's, it's a dirty game here but in Bangladesh it's a really dirty game I mean it's yeah. like you know, it's at the next level so that's why I was curious about you know what their perception of uh, you know politics in the US is and um, you know whether they had, were fearful of you entering that sort of environment yeah. I think yeah no I, I think with Bangladesh it's a lot there's that added aspect of violence which is not here oh yeah, right? yeah. there's a yeah. uh, There's yeah, mudslinging here, and like, and I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm just a candidate, and there's, you know, it's already there. Um, but um, I think they see uh, um, what's being done, where this bridge between like the older generation and the younger generation is that gap is being uh, filled right now, where where all moving towards so, like something collectively and it went, you know they went through all the struggle that they had to get to go through in order to be where they are in order to be where we are going now and uh and and you know they they've seen us you know have to help them all throughout their lives and and I think that, um that's what's allowed us to be equipped to do what we're doing now Okay. So what are some uh, highlights of your uh, of what you're running on? What are your campaign policies that you're running on that people should know about? Like what are your key points? Yeah, uh, uh along with the participatory democracy and inclusive economics, um uh, uh improve quality of life uh, aspects uh like one example uh 
like libraries were the original co-working spaces, right? That's where people learn how to learning learned how to read, uh, speak in English, which I'm not doing right now. Uh, people learn um, how to use a computer for the first time. I used to print out like game walkthroughs at the library to you know, and then so that I get to paper. Yeah, love the library. <laughs> love the library. Yeah, but some libraries. Uh, Like when I when I was yeah when I work with child I go to libraries to work. Some libraries I don't have outlets. Simple things like outlets and 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 um, a desk where I could put my you know laptop on. And so I you know have to go to another library or go to like the Dunkin' Donut next door type of thing to work. And um, and I think sometimes maybe it's 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 you know a marketing thing where we realize like yeah this, this amazing resource that we all have should be updated to. Uh, Um, uh, to this day and age, and, and be the co-working space that it always was, and, and nurture people to, to come out with great ideas. And like uh, uh, Queen Central Library, uh, sorry, the Central Library had a program called Jamaica Feasts, where um, you know it was an incubator for people who wanted to go into food entrepreneurship, and. And that that could be something that could be at every single library, and and uh, nurturing the local community in that way, and and having that library also be a uh, place where people could come out to, um, uh, like sorry, uh, interact with their assemblymen, and have uh, rather than ha having the assemblymen be uh, you know be in their offices and it, them be inaccessible, um, be you know have it be like a community center. Um, Other issues, uh, housing issues. Uh, we uh, are talking about um, uh, average median income, uh, which is takes into consideration. So, as of now, uh, affordable housing. Uh, 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 how much you have to pay in terms of rent is based on the average median income, and average median income takes into consideration people from Westchester and and Long Island and and uh, you know area wealthy areas. In addition to to areas that need the affordable housing and and we're proposing that you know we focus in on the local communities that is actual that causes actual affordable housing with, according to the people that live within that zip code um and um proposing things like the having the euler process be a part of uh um decision making when development Uh, uh, is coming in where uh, it's, uh, it's uh, uh, there's places that already do that. Um, it's where there's an interaction between the community board, uh, community boards, and uh, developers where they go through a negotiation. The, the developer proposes the project, and the community board pushes back and says, "These are what you need to do to, in order for us to accept, you know, this project that you're making." This is for like big projects. I'm not talking about like single land loaners and and then you go back and forth and they come to an agreement and that's how you prevent things like displacement um and, and when you're a part of the decision making process um uh, numerous other uh policy anything uh, in mind that you'd like me to discuss no that's cool that's a good that's a good overview what, what um what are some key dates people need to be aware of uh with yeah. your campaign Yeah. Um, so uh, petitioning period is ending. Uh, June twenty third is the election itself. Um, May twenty third. Okay. May is last day for registration. Um, oh, sorry, I forgot the date itself. Around May, last month for registration. If you are not 
previously uh, registered voter. So if you, you could be registered as an in, if you're registered as an independent or, or, or Republican or, or blank, you, you at this point you can't switch your parties anymore. But if you are not registered at all, you can still register to be a Democrat, and you have to be a registered Democrat in order to uh, vote in, in this election for the primary. Okay. One additional date was um, uh, from the 11th to the 21st is uh, early voting. There's actually uh, uh, most people that aren't aware of this as well, where um, you'll have a limited number of poll sites, but you could start voting early. So this is uh, on in uh, in June. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, great. Listen, man, it was uh, great talking to you. I I wish I lived in Queens Village, um, but right before I left, I lived I moved to LIC and uh, I was yeah. a resident of LIC. But uh, I uh, think everything you've done with Jal is is amazing, and I'm sure you'll do well. What are your chances? What do you think about your chances? What do, what do you feel? So the main thing is getting folks uh, registered. There's uh, about a, well, last from the last census, there was about 140,000 people, and only about like 40,000 ish registered. Um, so yeah, I, I think chances are high if uh, people we come all show, people come out, and you know we we're gonna need a lot of help. Uh, uh, if people go onto the wa- website m424 mfor24.com um, you could sign up on the volunteer tab um, we're gonna need a lot of donations uh, that's okay. on the website as well um, and so yeah time and 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 and, and money uh, those are the things that if anyone wants to help those are the ways that they can help with this campaign and and coming out to our assemblies and being a part of the assemblies and and seeing how all of this works you know um, so yeah, it's it's uh, it's 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 historic. Uh, what we're doing is what seeing people and seeing what's happening. It's it's uh, it's amazing, and, and and a lot of thing, a lot of changes is coming. Yeah, I feel it, and I I, I feel your passion for uh, what you're trying to do. So yeah, appreciate you coming on. Um, Thank you. Thank you for we'll, uh, we'll we'll be in touch. Yeah, let me know when you come back stateside. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Gotta be honest with diamonds and pearls, yeah, yeah. Bengalis in New York, all over the world. Uh, it's the bony show. Uh, hey, can you handle this? Representing the boroughs where the bangles live. From the slang we spit to the gangs we with. It doesn't matter, we the essence of the Bangladesh. I say, hey, come on, can you handle this? Representing the boroughs where the bangles live. From the slang we spit.